Welcome to Love, Sex, and Relationship with the Professor and Professor T. Love. And tonight we are going to talk about a very interesting topic, which is breaking up. I know this is love and sex and relationships, but we're also going to talk about the other aspect of breaking up with someone. We're going to go over a few points. We got two articles we wish to cover, one by Cosmopolitan Magazine, which talks about how to break up with someone like an adult. <laughs> and hopefully if we can get to the other one, it deals with dealing with a breakup. And that's by helpguide.org. But let's start with how to break up with someone like an adult. Now, I know we've all experienced this and have gone through this where we're dating with someone or maybe even we're married to someone or engaged, whatever the story may be. And we're attached to that person and all of a sudden, it, it's ending. Either they ended, maybe we decided, we woke up, we don't want to be there anymore. But there is, there are different ways to really handle that. Now, I'm not saying that when you break up with someone, you are going to be the best of friends, but it doesn't mean you have to be arch enemies and ready to kill each other when you see each other. The first item they're saying is to be clear. When you decide to break up with someone, a lot of times when someone breaks up with you, they give you very vague answers. And that doesn't give the person closure, okay, or an understanding why this is going on. Because when a person doesn't understand why something is ending, that's when the drama begins, okay? Because it's not computing, it's not getting through. What do you think of that, Professor Well, I think a lot of times when people break, when they attempt to break up, they do, you know, they're very vague because. I think, you know, there's that apprehension about breaking up. And sometimes people may delay breaking up with a person because it's somehow in their heart they want to try to justify why they shouldn't break up with the person in the first place. So I think it's important that you are clear about why you're breaking up with this person. And, you know, like, you know, you should, you should write down what you want meaning like what it is what write down what it is that you no longer want to be or feel or whatever write down what you are already experiencing in that relationship because you know breaking up initially trying to figure out why you want to break up that that can be difficult because sometimes we'll try to talk ourselves out of it what you think well, I do. I think that a lot of times what it is is when a person decides to break up, they may not know or, you know, they may not know how to express it. And that's when the difficulty comes in because there is no easy way to let someone know that you no longer want to be with them. Whether you decide that you don't want to be with them because of their values, but it's important to either practice breaking up with them in the mirror if you don't want to write it down or even writing it down so that you can get a clear thought of what's in your mind and and to say it in a in a in the best possible way to deliver it to that person you know right. because sometimes if you deliver it properly they may be on the same page too but they didn't know how to say it that's true you know 
a lot and a lot of that's I do agree because I think sometimes you both could be thinking the same things and don't know that you're thinking the same thing. You know, I exactly. just feel that sometimes people are so afraid because they're afraid of hurting that person's feelings, but in reality, you probably both of you may probably want to move on from the relationship. But but right. but, but you, both of you are trying to figure out who should say it first. Exactly, exactly. That is exactly my point. We're going to go on to the next one. Fall out of love in your mind first. It's harder to break up of the, or end a relationship if you're focusing on the one moment or maybe the few fleeting moments that you were happy or where was the best time. Because a lot of times that's what happens and that's what makes us prolong something that doesn't need to be on life support any longer, that it's officially dead. And a lot of times it's important that you focus on the issue. Because when we keep in our mind all the positive thoughts, you're not going to want to give that up. But if they're very few and far between, is it really worth it to try to push something? Right. And you have to, but I'm not saying that you should only keep the bad thoughts in your head, but understand why you're leaving, because the reason why you're leaving are the reasons why you're not going to be happy, and you're not going to be the best person that you need to be. Because we want to understand what is the real purpose of even getting into a relationship, okay? That can vary from person to person, but generally, the idea is to be someone that helps bring the best out of you and you bring the best out of them, whatever that may be. So you have to, to, to note and keep in mind the things that are not making you happy or the negative moments in your relationship. Let's say maybe the person's talking down to you. They're condescending. Maybe they're rude. They're disrespectful. They have no respect for your family, your friends, or even you. They don't respect what you do. They don't respect who you are. Those things are important for us to remember because when someone doesn't respect or like anything about us, it tears at our, our self-esteem over a period of time, therefore causing right. us to be in a, a, a slight state of depression. And even if it's not quite, even if it's not quite depression, you're not at your best. And a lot of times, especially with with women, and I don't want to just pick on women only, when we're not at our best and we have lower self-esteem, we have a tendency to go to comfort food. We have a tendency to eat. We have a tendency to do all those different things and they become self-destructive. And we'll gain weight. So what do you think about that concept? Well, you know, you brought up a good point. um, Because I feel you need to find, you know, I think what's important in a relationship overall is how does that person make you feel at the end of the day? Do they make you feel like you're a queen on the throne or a king on the throne? Or they make you feel like you're in the dumps all the time? Do they constantly not respect how you feel, respect your dreams, respect some of the things that you're trying to accomplish or some of the things that you want to accomplish. Do they support you in 
or do they and, and not only support you do they respect who you have around you like your friends do they look do they do you do they only want you to be validated with their friends but you not or or the partner only wants you to have their friends but you don't have your own friends um i look at all of that because at the end of the day how do you feel you said the operative word and the operative word was self-esteem do they help you to build your self-esteem and if they don't help you to build your self-esteem if everything you do has to be in marching in lockstep with what they do, then that's definitely a relationship you need to get the hell out of. <laughs> exactly. Okay, yes, point blank. Yes. Because if every time you're, you know, you're the one always supporting their dreams, um, supporting their friends, inviting their friends, and entertaining their friends. But then when you turn around and try to have your own life separate from the relationship, meaning trying to build or establish yourself, and then you're meeting other people and other friends, and, and, and you're now coming into your own, and you want to display, you know, the creativity that you have, and that is an issue for your partner, that is definitely a no. I don't want to stay in that relationship because that means all you want me to do is boost you up. But when it comes to when I need to be boosted up, you don't got no time or I got to go to the gym or I got to do this or I'm going to go hang out with my friends. You know what I'm saying? You really like throwing my feel. And what it tells me is that you're insensitive to me. And that's okay because there are people Mm -hmm. that are out there insensitive but I don't need you to be insensitive with me. That's mm-hmm. just my opinion. Exactly. That's exactly. That's why it's important for you to have clarity and understanding of those negative um, thoughts and situations that occurred in the relationship. The next one is be kind but be strict. Now, this one to me is a very interesting one because it applies to a lot of people. And this is the main reason why people stay in relationships longer than their expiration date. Mm-hmm. Or they um, don't real. they're still um, physically attached. And be kind, be strict means um, that it is important to set boundaries when you're ending a relationship, not just for the other person, but for yourself as well. Because when we set boundaries, we can't send mixed signals. And what occurs in so many relationships, um, sometimes on the the woman's end or on on someone's end, we still allow them to come over and hit it once in a while because they gave it to us good. And when we do that, that becomes a problem. Yeah. That becomes a major, major problem. And that is when we have things that occur and it will distract from ending this relationship. And it will be prolonged because you'll say, oh, I don't want to be with this person. But then you're emotionally attached because no matter how much we want to 
say to ourselves or deny that it exists or whatever, whatever. The point is, when you're still physical with a person, when you still allow a person in your physical space or your emotional space, guess what? They still have connectivity to you. They're still connected to you. You're still connected to them. Yeah. Okay? And those thoughts will grow. What do you think of that? You know what? I know when I had broke up with my uh, my ex-girlfriend, it was very painful. Even though it wasn't, mm-hmm. I felt at that point it wasn't good for me anymore. Um, it was very mm-hmm. painful. And I had to run thoughts through my head. And, you know, one thing I had to be careful of is not send my ex a mixed signal about, you know, because it was still fresh and new, you know, about mm-hmm. coming over and all this other kind of... You know, you, you have to discipline yourself. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's hard because... You were so attached to them at one time. But after a while, I had to create some space between she and I, you know, and, and distance myself because I know after a while, it started coming back to me why I broke up with her in the first place. And I said, no, there was a reason why you and I broke up. And it's because mm-hmm. I really did not feel that um, our relationship was 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 going to grow any further, and mm-hmm. a lot of times we have a hard time ourselves, even though we know um, it's good for us to separate. If you're not growing in a relationship, you should separate. But sometimes we do mm-hmm. have a hard time, and we got this tug of war going, where you know you try to resist the decision that you just made. So you have to mm-hmm. be very confident. It's hard and it's scary. I ain't gonna lie. But you have mm-hmm. to be confident in your decision of why you broke up in the first place and realize that it was the best for you. You know, don't mm-hmm. question that. If you if you're questioning it, then you know, you you know, you're running you're running stuff through your mind again. You know, mm-hmm. but after a while I, I realized I know why I broke up and then after a while I, I got over it. You know, mm-hmm. and I said, No, that was the best thing that I could ever do for myself. Because, you know, I feel like when you are in a relationship and a person all of a sudden is questioning um, whether they trust you or not. And you've been with them all this time. And like I said, trust is a big issue in all relationships. And if you get in a relationship with someone that they're trying to um, discredit your trust, right there is a big red flag. But yes, you have to be strict. I mean, don't be hard on yourself, but you have to be strict and distance yourself and set those boundaries because there is the reason why you broke up is the legitimate reason why you broke up with that person and you have to be confident with your decision absolutely absolutely another thing when um breaking up is figure out how valuable the person is to you meaning that sometimes when parting with a person it's not always necessary to have a long drawn out breakup. Right. You sit down, try to discuss it, for them to understand, for you to understand their point, right. and vice versa. Some people in some relationships deserve something as simple as it's over and keep it moving. Yeah. Some relationships deserve where you can sit down and you should hash it out. Those are usually relationships where hopefully there is some time and things are invested. And you may have you may have business connections or maybe you don't. Maybe you have 
friendship connections or maybe it's just as simple as you cared for the person and it just didn't work out mm-hmm. but if it was one of these relationships where the main thing was just uh, hey we hung out once in a while the sex was okay you have to decide maybe that person doesn't need a long drawn out one you know or you don't need to have one more night of hot passionate love making to end the relationship but you really have to decide and really take the time to think about how valuable the relationship is because if it was just a booty call kind of relationship you don't need to explain too much what do you think about that you know i really that's true you know if you really had a relationship <laughs> with somebody and you know you really you know you really into them and Y'all had y'all had at least some level of respect with each other. I mean, that's worth mm-hmm. a sit down, you know, discussion or conversation. Then you have those mm-hmm. that they were just utterly disgusting, and they don't even deserve 15 <laughs> minutes of your damn time. So I do. <laughs> some people you don't even need to look over your shoulder, and then there's some that you really did have some kind of connection some conversation with them and you really they don't deserve you breaking up with them in 10 minutes so I do agree with that you know what I'm saying um some people you might want to have one last night of passion with them you may not because sometimes that last <laughs> night of passion might rekindle some shit and then you back to square one again so you may have to evaluate that one last night of passion but I do believe that if you really had respect for each other that does deserve more than a five minute or a text to break up. Absolutely. I, I, I agree with that totally. Totally. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess it also depends on how good it was. Well, you know, somebody could put it on you real good and you may forget why you came here to break up, why you came here to break up in the first place. You know? Yeah, or you could, well, basically, you could treat it like a diet. I gotta have that last cup. <laughs> you know, I need that last cup of coffee you got there. Exactly. You know and I'm saying? not gonna have no more chocolate for the next two years. Yeah, be lying your ass off. And be like, and you know, I'm gonna be. And I'm gonna be real with you, cause, cause you know, when I was dating guys and stuff. There was one guy that, you know, he had it going on when it came to the bedroom. You know what I'm saying? And I had to resist that. You know what I'm saying? Um, because really I wanted to move on. <clears throat> but, you know, sometimes, you you know, you make it, you know, at that time I was digmatized. So, <laughs> yeah, that's still what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, I was digmatized. <laughs> so, you know, it took a little bit longer to break up. <laughs> You I'm know, just being real, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just being real, and 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 I know people out there. They listen. You you may not be thinking it, you know. You may not be saying it, but you might be thinking it. And you know, and like I said, it's hard. It was hard, but I said, ultimately I had to create some distance between he and I. You know, even no, though okay. once in a while he tries to search for me on Facebook or call me, but I, I have to keep that distance because I know. If I let him call me, I may get digmatized again. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me know what your weakness is. I know um, the number two one with is fall out of love. First uh-huh. of your mind. What I do, if I'm breaking up with somebody, I fall out of the sex. 
it's the love and the sex. I, I right. distance myself and say, don't touch me. No, right. I, I don't feel well. No, right. no, it's okay. Because, uh, you know, to me, it's, it's, it's the physical. Even, even if it was pretty good or mm-hmm. um, okay, whatever, I don't want, no, I'm going to start weaning myself off of it. It's just, I am a fat woman going on a diet. I'm just right. going to be like, no, it's going to be my workout and I'm going to right orientation and I, yeah. Right, but, a lot of, but whether you, you know, but people do get that temptation, and that's what I'm, you know, we're speaking to. That no, we get, right, we right, get tempted. Absolutely. I don't care what walk of life no. you're in. If you had a relationship with someone and they was able to kind of put that spell on you, you get tempted. No, I'm, I'm but I'm just saying for me. No, no, no. I I'm not saying. No, I'm not saying anything about you. Right. I'm just saying, you know. No, no, no. I got it, but I'm just sharing that. For me right. personally, that's what right. I do. That's how I reduce being victimized. Like, right. don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I ever, never was, but to reduce the victimized temptation. So that means, you know, after I separate my my love and my mind and my right. um, everything from from you. Even if you butt naked, I don't give a damn how to sex, but you butt naked, you think I'm That's right. A, I'm a stripper. So that's Listen. not going to phase me. I'm going to be looking at you like you got four heads. That's right. But the next one, <laughs> the next yeah, one is. Mandingo. And the last one. <laughs> I, I don't care. It could be Mandingo, one dingo, no dingo. <laughs> I don't want none. That's how I get. And I mean, right. that pisses people off because I'm like, no. No. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. So <laughs> the last one in this um, Cosmopolitan article is looking forward, meaning that once you have uh, parted from this this person or they parted from you, think of what you all the things that you are free to do now that you're single and that you're on your own. Because a mm. lot of times, what many of us do once we break up in a relationship, we are in such a rush to get into another one. We drop everything and we are searching for someone to fill that void. And a lot of the times, it's important that we have some separation time. We have some growth time, but most importantly, we have some healing time because you need to heal from the breakup of that relationship. Most people say, no, I don't need, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't get hurt or it's like, no, sometimes you need to take a moment, look back and see what went wrong. Not right. just with you, but maybe what you could have done better, how you could have handled things better. Maybe what was it about the person that you agreed that that you didn't like? What did it, what did you do to attract that kind of a person? Right. So sometimes we don't we don't look at that, and that's very important. Even though they broke up with us, maybe that wasn't the right person for us. And if it wasn't, what did we do to attract that that kind of person? You know, right. sometimes you can you can see the nicest people and they'll be with the most wicked person or the worst person in the world and then when they break up with them, you know, they can't answer the question of, Hey, why am I with this person? Who who chose this person? What was I doing? What was I thinking? Right. Because we need to understand that. We need to understand that that is very, that is an integral part because we don't want to repeat history. 
And a lot of times what people do, all people, men and women, we get the same type of person over and over and over and over again and not realizing it is something that we're doing, we're repeating, what we're sending out into the universe that this is what we want. This is the type of person that we, we, we are. And we don't need that. We don't need that at all. You know, we have to look at that. What is it about our behavior? Maybe it's our behavior. Maybe it's our attire. Maybe it's our speech. Maybe it's where we go out and party. Maybe it's where we socialize. Maybe it's where we work. It could be anything. It's very important that we take the time, analyze that relationship, figure out what the good points were, the bad points. What do we want for the new relationship? Once we decide that we want to go forward to a new relationship, see what we have to do to get the person that we want. Because so many times people set sights on someone that they're nothing like. And I'm gonna give you a, I'm gonna give you one example. You could be a person, you want this person, they work out, they're on point, they're motivated, but you are a pessimist, you don't work out, you don't eat well, you don't believe in this, you don't want to have children, but they want to get married. That's not the person you should go for, because all you're going to do is live their life. They're not going to help you become a better person. No. You have to be what you want to attract. What do you what do you think about that? Um, I believe that you know a lot of times when we are in relationships with people, you mm-hmm. know, we don't take an inventory of who we are. Exactly. You know, and what are what are some of our personality flaws that we have? You know, what mm-hmm. would make us attractive based upon our own inventory? You know, and would somebody else find you desirable? You know, and a lot of times, you know, we, we talk about, oh, oh, that person, you talk about the other person, but you don't ever talk about yourself. And I believe when you meet people, you listen, listen, listen to what they're talking about. Listen if whether they're only that, that they're self-absorbed. You can just by listening, not talking so much, but just listen to listen to people in their conversation. You may find out that they're a true narcissist. Or they're so self-absorbed in themselves. Mm -hmm. Or that they're selfish. You know, and all they talk about, all day, 20, I, 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 I. So I think, well, shit, well, when there's going to be room for me to talk about who I am? You got to look for those things. You know, because when you're in, you're doing, when you are meeting somebody, you have to do an, um, an inventory on them, too. You need to be asking them certain questions to find out where their head is at. You know, meaning like their sensitivity level. You know, what do they think about, you know, um, certain things um, like going out and do they believe in sharing? You know, um, do they respect other people's opinion? You know, you may have to ask them like, um, you know, I think on, uh, Professor, you have, um, do you have like relationship books? Where you know you can have these quizzes, where you can ask yeah. questions to find out where somebody's mm-hmm. headed, and they're fun. But you're really finding out where their head is at. Because I know um, when I met, um, you know, um, one beautiful lady, that's what she did to me. We had fun, 
but she asked me certain questions because she wanted to know where I where I was coming from, whether I was exactly. a, a maniac or whether I really was, <laughs> you know, whether I was a sex fiend or, you know, whether I was insensitive. She really wanted to know, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Because remember, this is a person that you you're putting your time around, you know, and I think it's important that you do that. That's why I said, you know, you know, take your time. Really take your time and, and understand and look forward. You know, you, you think, like you say, think about all the things that you're, you're now able to do. What, and what were, you, what were you able to do when you were in the relationship? And that's important because if you weren't able to do a lot of things, that should be a heads up. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And a lot of times that's important that we need to take the time to evaluate that and look at that, you know, because what if you didn't get to do the thing that you wanted to do or the person is not supporting you? Right. You know, that, that, um, that's very important to have that support. Like, let's for, say for whatever reason, let's say you always wanted to sing. No one says you wanted to be your next Whitney Houston, but maybe you just wanted to take singing lessons. You don't, you don't, maybe you don't want to take it that far, but whatever it is, that's very important to be with someone or find someone that is going to support that. You know, not tell you, oh, well, you ain't going to be Whitney. You need to sit your tired ass down somewhere. No, that's not <laughs> what you want. You don't want to be with that kind of person. You want someone to say, hey, well... If you want to take some lessons, go ahead and take some lessons. Right. Or, you know, you know, you want to come, you know, you want to come down with me. You know, I'm going to take a painting class or we're going to learn how to dance salsa or, you know, we want to see how, um, sometimes you want to see how free spirited people are and whether they are used to coming out of their comfort zone. You know, mm -hmm. you want that because that, you know, th you know, that is exciting that, you know, you're willing, at least willing to try something new. Exactly. You know, right. and I think it's that is what makes relationships um, very, you know, um, the spontaneity, the adventure. You know, don't have to be no adventure like, you know, zip lining. If y'all want to zip line, that's good too. But what I'm saying is you really want to find out where that person's head is at. And also, how do they act when they're around you? Do Are they respectful of you? You know? How do they carry themselves? And I'm not talking about, I mean, it's important to dress well. Your breath smells good. Your hair looking good. But I'm saying, overall, do they give you that kind of feeling that, you know, this is someone I may want to date again? You know? Of course. But like I said, it's all, it, it, all those things are important to focus on after the ending of a relationship because yes. maybe you were not a person that did you didn't focus on your attire and your partner did not um emphasize that or did not pay attention to that sometimes right. that's an important thing too because um you know you dress for who not who you are but who you want to be or where you want to go yes so if i say i want to own a business but I'm always looking like a hot mess. I'm not saying you have to have a Brooks Brothers suit on, but the whole point is you should have on some nice casual attire. You can even have casual business attire or just good, you know, the clothes should be pressed or something. In the event that you go someplace where you have to network, where right. you meet someone, you shouldn't be a total hot mess, you know? 
and you shouldn't be walking around with the greasy head scarf and the, and the dusty um, pajama pants and those annoying um, slippers that Rihanna made, even though I love Rihanna. I just she wearing slippers. <laughs> so, yeah, she, she made these slippers with the fur on them, and everybody got them in all forms. You know what I'm talking about. I think I, you know, you know, I saw a young yeah, lady. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I think I saw a young lady wearing some slippers the other day. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. But my whole point is, maybe you should think about just maybe getting a makeover for yourself. Maybe a new haircut, a new hairdo. Um, go get a facial or a massage. Mm -hmm. Do something special and pamper yourself. Right. Okay? But we're going to start talking about dealing with a breakup or a divorce, and basically that's what we started. Uh, there's a um, website called um, www healthguide.org and it says dealing with a breakup or divorce grieving and moving on after a relationship ends basically what that you know what they're talking about is one of the further aspects is how painful it is even if it's a booty call ending or a booty call can be painful in its own right because you may miss that person maybe you two actually had a conversation and you had some remnants of uh, some emotional attachment or even if the long-term one or even the ending of a marriage especially the ending of a marriage is the most painful um, and there you know there's different ways that they they end if they break up um, through natural causes meaning someone passes away or you decide to end it there's a grieving part process that occurs, okay? People think grieving only has to do with death, but the ending of anything is a grieving process. And when you are in that grieving process, you gotta remember that you're gonna be, um, you're going to feel it's, uh, times of disappointment, stress, frustration, anger, um, vulnerability, hurt and pain and that's why it's important before you start a new relationship to give yourself time to get over or express those feelings recognize they exist and do something to um, reverse those, those feelings because any, any, anything that ends is going to be painful sometimes even when you get rid of your favorite car that you have it may have been a hoopie, but that, that hoopie is what you through everything. And even though you're getting a brand new car, better car, you know, a more modern car, a car that rides better, and, you know, the air conditioning works, it's still a painful process. And we must recognize that we have to give ourselves a break. Another thing is also talking to friends, talking to someone. Now, I'm going to caution people on talking to friends. Don't pick the wrong friend to talk to. That's right. Meaning if you break it, if you break up with your man, don't go to the friend that can't stand in. Oh, girl, you know all men ain't shit. I don't, <laughs> you'd you be glad to get rid of that lousy man. He wasn't shit to begin with. I always could. That is not the person that you want to go to. What do you think about that? <laughs> Well, you know, it is important who you talk to talk to when you're breaking up. Because some people might think that's the time to stab you, too. 
you know. Exactly. Either they might say the man or the woman wasn't shit, but yet still they had their eye on them and they now see that that person is available. Okay, mm-hmm. you got to look at that too. Um, and I, I think it's important that you're aware of how you feel. Don't ever, um, you know, fight your feelings because really we're humans. We have emotions, we cry, we're sad, we, we have resentment, we fear, we have confusion because we're all those things come into the mind because in the back of our mind we're wondering did we make the right decision? Okay, mm-hmm. especially after a relationship breakup or a divorce. And mm-hmm. you have conflict, conflicting emotions. So I think it's best that either you if you have a good person that you can talk to or even talk to maybe a therapist or talk mm-hmm. to a relationship counselor and get those feelings out. Because, you know, we live in a, a time right now that um, people think it's very... Um, you know, uh, they want to hide their feelings, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they figure nobody, and, and who wants to listen to me anyway? And I said, that's, a, that's like, like, like people in church say, that's a lie. That's a, that's the devil is a liar. He is a liar. You understand? Mm-hmm. And the best thing you can do is get that mess out of your system. Now, mm-hmm. you know, the way you channel that, there's many mm-hmm. ways to channel it, but just don't fight your feelings and remember talk you know don't just talk to anyone about it sometimes a complete stranger is good because really they don't really know you like that but then too they might have a a lending ear if they see that you're in pain and they want to try to comfort you or whatever but just be very careful who you talk about your feelings to because people people do have hidden agendas absolutely it is that that is very very true a lot of times we don't realize that people do have a hidden agenda and when we break up with somebody um also understand the hidden agenda like you said could be not only they have an eye on that person but they want that person mm-hmm. and before you that's know right. it they're with that person right so that's what i'm saying it's, it's very important for you to take some time to to be by yourself but also be careful on who you talk to about the ending of your relationship um, allow yourself to grieve the loss of the relationship you know because for some of us it could also be a financial loss mm-hmm. you know if you decide to break up with someone you need to make sure and it's very important that you put yourself in the best possible financial position. That's why um, in in one of our previous podcasts, we talked about the importance of having your own little money put aside. You have to have your own little money put aside so that you won't be so dependent on someone else. You know, because sometimes when we're so financially dependent on someone else, just, just like we were saying, you're saying, Terry, don't, you, you don't want to get digmatized? You don't want to get money amortized either. That's right. Financial amortized. That's and right. And you don't want to go back to that person. Oh, well, I got to try to make it work and this and that. You know, get yourself, even when you're in a relationship, have a little money set aside to yourself. Call it your spending money, your bad money, whatever. A little account for yourself in the event that someone leaves you or even that you want to leave. Because you should never want to go back to a person because you need them for something that they have, whether it's finances, housing, 
the use of a car, whatever it is that you feel that they will make your your life better. You know, we also got to remember that when we end a relationship, we also may have ended a certain dream we may have had. Right. Maybe we wanted to get married to that person. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a painful thing. You know, that's that's part of what we're grieving, the loss of the plans and the hope and the dreams that we may have had with and for this person and for the two of y'all together as a couple. So that's very important. Have you ever experienced anything like that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did, you know. Um, and, 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 and sometimes we think we're, you know, we think that it's hopeless. Like we're not going to have those same hopes and mm-hmm. dreams of a life together with another person mm-hmm. because sometimes we just become so finite, um, and, and finite in our thinking and we get closed into a box thinking that this was the only individual that we could have had a life with. And that's not exactly. true. It really isn't. Yeah. It may not feel like that at that moment, but you know, again, that's you know, that's how you interpret your how you're interpreting your feelings, but you still mm-hmm. have to want to go on, you know. And 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 unfortunately, some people they don't go mm-hmm. on, and because of that, they may suffer depression, and they may right. decide that they they you know because of whatever's going on, they want to end their life. You know, of which you know that happened recently with Kate Spade. You know, mm-hmm. um, she was suffering from depression, and she mm-hmm. ended her life, even though she was married and she had a mm-hmm. child. You know, so mm-hmm. we, you know, we have to understand that we have to take care of ourselves because the relationship is not you. You're part of the relationship. And remember, mm-hmm. before you came into the relationship, you have to establish who you are, meaning all everything. Taking in, like again, mm-hmm. we're back to that. Taking in inventory, looking at all your flaws, looking at whether mm-hmm. you are suffering from depression or anxiety or fear or whatever, and mm-hmm. you know, and understand that you know that's okay. You know, that really is okay. It, it, the thing is, we need to get help for that. But the thing is, the relationship does not make you. You together make the relationship. You both come from different areas of life. Mm-hmm. You're two individuals bringing two individuals together as one. But at the mm-hmm. same time, when you find that that relationship is not working anymore, that doesn't mean you as a person is over, that you've ended. You're not over. It's just that the relationship didn't work. But that is no reflection of who you are as an individual. And we have to understand that, that you still have a future even if you break up well also I want to add to that if you, if you break up with the person but also if you lose the person like I said um, we, we're only going to talk um, briefly on this um, and it'll probably be another show but losing a person through death that is also a, a form of it, it is a form of breaking up but it's the most un, um a surprising one and a lot of times what happens when you're with someone for a long time and you lose them suddenly and abruptly like that we have a tendency we have a tendency to lose ourselves in that 
because we lose ourselves and it's not necessarily an intentional thing and they happen if you really love the person you've been with them you have become one and now they're you so now that they're no longer there you are suffering this loss and that's why it's important to talk like Kate Spade who, who died who, I mean, who, who committed suicide, a lot of times we need someone to talk to. We yes. need, that's why I said it's important to find out who you need to talk to. Um, naturally, I, I'm going to put that plug in for my uh, couple counseling and individual um, couple uh, coaching, really, coaching and therapy that we're working on. But it's important that you find someone that is going to be neutral that will listen that encourage you or to talk to you about nurturing you because a lot of times we don't even realize with depression that it can creep up on us. Sometimes depression can come from something not just by what we're experiencing but something that is nutritionally lacked in the body. I know I remember that um, most people will take it for granted, granted but the lack of vitamin D. Remember the sun provides us vitamin D also. That's so we're right. in the crowd. If we're in the if we're in the enclosed space all the time, we don't get any sun, or we don't take vitamin D. And I don't mean that vitamin D that belongs to a man. We're ridiculousized, but in some cases that may hold true. Well, not that, no, no, but, no, no, not that kind of vitamin D, um, <laughs> and, and not that kind of vitamin V either. All right. But the point is, vitamin D is good for the body. Right. It does help depression. Okay? A lot of people do not know that. And when we're low in vitamin D, it can, it, it can, it can add to an issue that's already in existence, that's already growing for us. So we, need, we, we may be nutritionally lacking that. So that is something that you should look into to help your mood. There's other things that can help um, your mood, which is... Um, St. John's wort. That is another vitamin that is associated with vitamins. Now, I am not a medical physician. I'm going to make that disclosure right now. I'm not a medical physician. I do recommend that you look these things up yourself and talk to your doctor or go to a um, nutritionist, um, someone that deals with um, homeopathic medicine. But the whole point is those vitamin D is a basic one that you can use. You can talk to your doctor about it on a blood test. They can tell you that you're lacking it. A lot of women um, are low on vitamin D as they get older. As you get older, a lot of the body loses a lot of nutrients. So it's something to really consider um, and is important that we have in our system. So not only should you talk about it, your depression or whatever you're feeling, but get as much medical help as you can. Talk to a physician, a therapist, or even talk to a good friend. You know, or if you want to talk to a clergy person, someone who's in the church. Right, absolutely. You know, someone that can be neutral, supportive, understanding, and encouraging. That is very, very important in helping you cope with a breakup or yes. the ending of a relationship. Another factor is, like I said, taking care of yourself. That is basically, um, you know, 
um, something that is major. Self-care tips such as make sure you nurture yourself. That's right. Pay yes, we must nurture ourselves. A lot of times when we end a relationship or just in our everyday day life, we don't nurture the things that make us feel good. And they don't have to cost money. They don't mean that we, we're going on a fabulous trip that's going to cost us thousands of dollars. You know, maybe something that will nurture us is like taking a yoga class, a kickboxing class, going to the gym, reading a favorite book, getting a massage, maybe even just taking a nice hot oil bath. Oh, yeah. You know? Exactly, right? Listening to some good music on a bowl of soul. That's right. You get your, get your groove on like you hear this smooth music in the background. You know, definitely, you know, relax your body. You know, get exactly. a massage. Do yoga. Do yoga nidra. You know, drink a cup of tea. There are some teas, different teas that are good for calming, like chamomile. Or drink a nice cup of peppermint tea. You know, mm-hmm. definitely a nice warm cup of tea. Go for a walk because walking, believe it or not, helps you to relieve your mind. Listening to music, you know, I'm a big music fan, so what relaxes me is not only a hot bath and massage, but listening to music. Absolutely. And then you can also you can also get um, some potpourri, some lavender. You yes. know, you can take a nice lavender bath that's very soothing, very calming for you. Um, another thing is also pay attention to what you need. Honor yourself and believe what is right for you. A lot of times in a relationship, we may forget about things of what we need. So now that you are by yourself, maybe you can focus on those things. And then if you find that that was very important to you, then that is something that's going to be part of your prerequisite for the person. That's going to be part of one of the requirements, you know, that they understand what it is that you need. Okay. Another thing is sticking to a routine. A lot of times when we're in a relationship or we break up in a relationship, some of our day-to-day life is disruptive. Is disrupted because of the breakup, this relationship, and it can amplify feelings of stress, uncertainty, and chaos. We may not think about that at the time, but you know, let's say. You know, like I said, maybe we worked out. Maybe we were a a big um, person that took care. We ate properly and and things like that. We must stick to our routine of establishing or reestablishing those things that we used to do. Um, What do you think about that? Routine is important Um, Mm -hmm. in the sense that, you know, when you do your daily activities, when you find, you know, you know, finding things to do to take your mind off of the breakup or the divorce, you know, and try to get yourself, you know, you do it slowly, but, you know, try to develop a routine, if you exercise or you meet with friends, you, you know, you walk, you know, you might exercise, jog or whatever. Whatever it is, you need to go back. You need to develop a routine for yourself and so that it gives you a sense of structure and, and it gives you a sense you feel more comfortable with that structure. Uh-huh. Exactly. Another thing is 
We need to avoid using alcohol or drugs or food to cope with the loss of someone or the, uh, the ending of a relationship. Because a lot of these things can become, um, how can we say, they can become destructive in their own right and over a long period of time. You can become addicted to them. Yes, we can become addicted to food. Don't want to eat all the time. We don't always want those bonbons or a smoke or a drink. And that's not how we should handle a breakup. That should not be what yeah, we are yeah. You know, you don't sit up there and say, well, I'm going to have me some macaroni cheese and some spirits. Yes. <laughs> that's pretty good. But if you find that you're eating too many macaroni and cheese and spirits, that means you're using that food as a comfort and you're trying for the, to for the, right for the entire macaroni bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you can have a, uh, you know, a couple of little spoonfuls or something but don't eat the whole thing that's supposed to serve 12 right. people by yourself that's right and then you're sitting up there and you got like three or four <laughs> bottles of wine and each night you're drinking a bottle of wine or you're drinking exactly. a bottle, or you're drinking a fifth of Hennessy, exactly. or a fifth of vodka. You know, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you, you know, you went from smoking one joint to, to thirty joints a day. No, exactly. Yeah, and I don't care what they say. That's not for medicinal purposes. <laughs> Well, in their mind, it may be too to get over the hurt. That's right. You do more than getting over the hurt. You trying to fly away. That's right. You trying to separate from the earth. Exactly. They need to deal with the pain and to cope and to go on. Right. But another thing is, um, explore new. I need a little. I need a little hit hit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Know, get some little weed from the garden. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, um, you know, I'm having a pain in my foot, so I'm going to smoke a big joint. <laughs> um, exactly. Um, explore new interests. Um, after the divorce breakup or separation or even the loss of someone, you know, sometimes it's important to explore new interests or activities, things that, like I said, we may have wanted to pursue before. Whether it's singing, acting, um, swimming, sewing, um, cooking, exercising, whatever it is, you should take the time to um, find a class or practice it. You know, maybe you want to do basket weaving, maybe you want to do knitting, maybe you want to do hair, anything. But you should explore any of those um, things and go for them. You know, do something different for yourself. You yeah, were going to say that? There's this website called Course Horse. You know, C-O-U-R-S-E-H-R-S-E.com. And what mm-hmm. they do is Course Horse has classes all over the country. So mm-hmm. whether you're in like in the New York metropolitan area, you can find anything like Valerie said to, to blowing glass, to DJing, to knitting, to probably learning how to do Excel spreadsheets or learning how to paint. You can go to Course Horse, and Course Horse has classes all over the country depending upon where you live. So if you're wanting mm-hmm. to explore new interests, 
you should explore new interests through like these uh, places that offer um, many classes that you can take where you can explore a different side and maybe you might meet your future mate there mm -hmm. how about that exactly yes um, another part in this is um, when we lose someone we should we should not only try to eat better or exercise but sleeping now that sometimes is the hardest part for most of us because now we're officially sleeping alone yeah. and whether the person um, left us um, or they passed away going to bed and sleeping gets harder so that means we have to good put in place good practices to sleep better that may mean leave all electronic devices in another part of the house yes or turn them off put them in night mode so you are not interrupted by text um text things because i get a whole bunch of them i actually yes. shut my phone or my phone shuts down at a certain hour you know, another thing is, you know, maybe you need to um, turn the TV off or don't have a TV in your bedroom at all. Right. Remodel. Yeah, remodel your bedroom. Mm -hmm. Maybe get some new sheets, redecorate it, make it more inviting, more sleep friendly. Put a fuzzy rug down. Make so when you touch, um, you, you know, you get out of bed and your feet touch the ground and feel something nice and cozy for you. Get some new pillows, change the sheets, you know. Don't keep the same sheets like you and your partner made passionate mad love on. Get rid That's of those. That's right. Stuff, get rid okay? of those. In so fact, you can start all over again. Right. Because and, and, all it's going to do is bring back memory. And I agree with you. Um, I do believe mm -hmm. in house cleaning. And if you mm -hmm. had a, a previous mate, and they might have bought you certain things, get rid of them. Exactly. Because what I feel, there's this thing called transference. Mm -hmm. And I believe people's spirit do linger in your home, mm -hmm. whether they're mm -hmm. alive or dead. So mm -hmm. I believe that you should purge out stuff that um, they may have given you, mm -hmm. um, especially when it comes to, to anything related to clothing, bed mm -hmm. sheets, anything, just get rid of it. Okay, because well, that helps to, you move on. To piggyback on that, if you want to do a spiritual cleansing, like um, Professor T. Love mentioned, where you get rid of those items, another spiritual part that a lot of American Indians did, or a lot of people do, is you burn sage. You take yes. um, some sage, wrap it up, you burn it, and you take the smoke, and you, you go around the windows and all the openings in the house. And what it is supposed to do on a spiritual level is to remove any bad spirits or right. emotions or feelings. I would recommend that you do that at least that's a good twice That's a, a good week. idea. So that is a flushing spiritually. Right. Okay, not only do I talk about love, sex, and relationships, but I talk about health and spirituality. Okay, not religion. There's a difference. But spirituality. So spiritually, that will help you. Um, do a cleansing because you're absolutely right. Sex to be loved, it is important. Now. But the last one and the most important one that I want to uh, cover on this is learning the important lessons from a breakup, divorce, or even loss of someone. A lot of times when we end the relationship or, or, or have lost someone, we don't look at the valuable lessons that need to be understood, to be recognized, to be acknowledged and 
to correct. Because if we don't do that, we will repeat them again. A lot of times we don't realize that maybe the person left us, whether they left us on purpose or God took them away. Maybe we didn't take care of ourselves. Maybe we are not sociable enough. Maybe we didn't go on vacation. Maybe we didn't know how to talk to each other. Maybe we were not... Um, we did not talk to them in a constructive, positive manner. This is a time that we need to learn those valuable lessons. What is it? What is the message that we needed to get from the ending of this relationship? Whether it was deliberate or abrupt, however it ended, the point and, and the most important part is to understand the lesson that is involved. Maybe we need to be more compassionate. Maybe if the, the, the relationship um, was turbulent or had a lot of chaos, we need to learn compassion and understanding and patience. So it takes some time to do some self-analyzing of yourself, the person, and the ending of your relationship. So I'm going to end on that note. Once again, this is the professor from Love, Sex, and Relationships a podcast that comes on at 8 o'clock a new one every Wednesday at 8 o'clock and it repeats again at 12 and 8 the next day you can reach me at the professor talk to the professor at gmail.com or the professor at lovesexandrelationships.com I'm also on Facebook as the professor I'm on Instagram as P-O-B professor and I'm also on Tumblr of Pearls of Black. You can go to my website, which is, pearls, is www.pearlsofblack.com. You can leave me a message there as well as buy products. And in the end, soon I will be posting up my calendar of our couple coaching and therapy services that I'll be working with other therapists. And what about you, Miss Professor Tila? Ooh, boy, look like the professor. You got it going on, baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm loving that. And make sure y'all get, you know, you go to her website, Pearls of Black, and get those sexy love toys to, you know, spark, spark and brighten up your life. And remember, the toys are to pleasure you as well as somebody else. Hey, I'm clapping for that. But again, you can catch Love, Sex, and Relationships here on A Bowl of Soul, a mixed stew of soul music podcast network on Live365.com. And like the professor said, you can catch this podcast again, which will I broadcast at 12 midnight on June 7th and at 12 noon on June 7th and at 8 p.m. up until our next uh, live podcast on Wednesday at 8 p.m. You can catch up with a bowl of soul, a mixture of soul music, playing you music seven days a week, 24 hours a day, 365 days of R&B soul, new soul, southern soul, smooth jazz, you name it, it's on a bowl of soul. You can also catch me Professor T. Love on the Progressive Radio Network at 6 p.m. on Fridays, Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Pacific, where you can hear me at www.prn.fm. And I am also have my own website, which you can catch up with a Bowl of Souls podcast at a bowl of soul. Dot com. Also, you can follow me on Twitter at A Bowl of Soul and like my Facebook page, 
a bowl of soul, a mixed stew of soul music. And if you want to catch up with me, you can catch up with me at a bowl of soul at gmail.com. And if you're interested in sponsoring love, sex, and relationships, make sure you catch up with the professor at talktotheprofessor at gmail.com. And if you're interested in sponsoring a bowl of soul, a mixed stew of soul music, you can catch up with me at a bowl of soul at gmail.com. So we've come to an end of love, sex, and relationships. We hope that you got something out of this podcast, which is the goal for love, sex, and relationships, so that you learn about yourself, learn how to be a better you, and learn how to enjoy your life. What do you think, Professor? Absolutely. That is our goal here, love, sex, and relationships, to share thoughts, information, and knowledge. We want everyone to be the best that they can be, and if we can be of any assistance, reach out to us, and we'll either talk about it, if you don't mind, on this lovely podcast, so we can talk to you or email you or privately and discuss the matter. But we're here to help you so that you can become the best you can be and enjoy your love, your sex, and your relationships. Ow. Have a good night. Have a great, great <laughs> night. And God bless.